There's just a couple things I want, I'd like to say before <coughs> we, uh, uh, we've asked each of these people just to share a little bit about, you know, how did they encounter Christ? How did they come to the point of, of knowing they needed Christ and trusting him? So this is their favorite part about being here today, right? <laughs> so um, I'm going to ask our guys here. We need one of the handhelds if we could <coughs> get that up here. I'm not sure where it is, but you could work on that for us. Two things. Number one is you know, sometimes people think that you get baptized when you get to a certain spot. You know, when you, when you, maybe when you achieve a certain level of being a really good Christian or living out or, you know, that you know a lot of the Bible. And that's not the example in the Bible. There are lots of people in the Bible that they were believed and within the hour they got baptized. So this is really not, it's not to signify you've, how far you've come. It, it's really to signify that this is what got you into the kingdom of God. This is how God saved you. And so to do this early on in, in your point in your faith, is that's really the way God wants it to be. So as the guy said in the video, you know, you're going to have lots of things you're going to struggle with, you're going to work through. But this, you can look back to this day and say, you know what? On that day, I remember going down into that water and saying, I have died to all my sins, past, present, future, and God has raised me up into a new creature, not because of what I've done, but because of what he's done. Uh, the other thing I just wanted to read, and then if Casey wants to share just anything too, he can do that. But this is Jesus' baptism. It says um, Jesus is being baptized here. And he comes to John, and John says, I sh I, he says, I don't need to be baptizing you, Jesus. You should be baptizing me. And Jesus says, no, this is the way it's supposed to be. And so it says, as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water, and at that moment the heaven opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, lighting on him, and a voice from heaven saying, this is my Son whom I love and in whom I'm well pleased. So when Jesus is baptized, there's three people present. There's the Father who's speaking down, to his son, and the son's getting baptized, and the Holy Spirit is also uh, is descending upon Jesus. And so the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are all present. And when you get baptized today, the Father is looking down on you. The Spirit is, is working in your life, and Jesus is, is looking down, and uh, they are all part of this experience today. <coughs> So when we baptize you, we're going to say, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. They are present here today, and they are just absolutely thrilled to see uh, this, what's happening with your baptism today. So I just want to encourage you with that. I don't know if you have anything, Casey, you want to add. But <clears throat> I was reading in Colossians today just about your, it's your faith in Jesus Christ. It's through him, but it's your faith. And so baptism isn't a symbol of a pastor's faith or a faith of your grandparents or your parents. It's, it's these people sitting here saying, my faith and my trust and all of myself I am putting into Jesus Christ. And that is what saves you, and that's what brings redemption to your life. And so that's what I wanted to share. It's not, it's not through anyone else. It's your own personal faith in Jesus Christ. So Great. that's what 
baptism really means. Your yeah. life is made new through Christ. You've been dead to your old life, and you're coming alive to this new life. And so when you, when you guys are baptized today, and for the audience here, as, as they go down into the water, we will proclaim buried with Christ, and as they come up, raised to new life, because that's what this really symbolizes uh, for them. I think with that, we'll... Um, see the mic here. Anybody like to go first? You want to go first? What's that turn on? Okay. You're pretty quick. To the <laughs> I believe we went oldest to youngest. So. <laughs> <laughs> so hello everybody. My name is Tammy Obermeyer. Um, so just a little background. I was brought up Catholic. Went to church every Sunday and um, we were taught to do every sacrament um, including marriage which I married my husband of 26 years, Russ, and um, we went to confession, and we were taught to that we had to repay our, for our sins. We had to repent, say Hail Marys, Our Fathers. Um, it was a works-based religion. Um, my mother was a very devout Catholic. Every time you saw her, she was reading devotionals. She was praying for other people. She was um, saying the rosary. She went to church every week. Um, a huge turning point in my life in 2002. She tragically died in a house fire. Um, I blame myself for not getting there in time to help. Um, hence started my anger at God. I no longer believed he was good. Um, I could not forgive him the way he took my mother. Um, I thought that um, he was an evil God. Why would he do this? She was such a faith-filled woman. Um, I totally shut God out of my life. I um, I started drinking. I, um, I drank so heavy that my goal in life was to kill myself by drinking. Um, I thought it was a punishment for not being able to save her and for also turning my life away from, away from God. Um, in 2011, I got so sick and was passing out and in such severe pain um, that I finally drove myself to walk in. Well, they gave me a shot of liquid Vicodin and told me to drive to the emergency room. Um, I don't even remember driving to the emergency room. In fact, today I don't even believe it was me behind the wheel. I believe it was God. Um, well, this was it. This is what I begged for, for God to let me die. I finally got my wish. Um, unfortunately, um, I only had one electrolyte left in my body, but by the miracles of the medical profession, they saved me. Um, so... God let me live. I didn't realize then, but I guess he had a purpose for me for keeping me around. Um, or so a couple weeks after I was discharged, I drove around. I didn't know if I wanted to go A, but I ended up walking into my first AA meeting. Um, another AA meeting, I met this um, guy. He was a, a biker. I could tell he had long hair. Um, called him some biker dude with long hair. <laughs> And um, every time I walked into that AA meeting, he handed me a red lifesaver. And I'm like, okay, thank you. And um, <laughs> he, he talked about, a lot about God in the meetings, and I thought, wow, you know, he's got the message, he's got the word, he's got what I wanted. I was still struggling. I didn't want God back in my life yet. Um, I just wanted AA, um, and I was ready to bail. I was ready to leave AA. Um, however, the Gary, we all know it's Gary, um, 
stopped me um, one day. He could tell that I was ready to bail, and I was very anxious. And he stopped me, and he made the comment to me. He said, Tammy, this isn't a religious program. This is a spiritual program. Um, that sentence saved my life. Um, it made me stick with AA. And in those rooms, I found people that were genuinely had God in their lives. They talked about salvation. They talked about eternal life. I wanted what they had. Um, I, I just wanted it. I didn't know where to go. I, I continued staying in AA. I had five years sober, but I was stuck. I, I didn't want to go back to the Catholic religion. I didn't know what to do. Um, I, I run a transitional home for shelter for homeless people in recovery, and I couldn't even talk to talk. Um, I needed more. I needed something to share with these people. So one of my residents, he started talking about God. He went to this new Bible study, and he was just bouncing off the walls. And I'm like, I want to go to that. And he said it was the Life Recovery Bible Study that Gary ran. And I'm like, Gary? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going. I cannot wait. He had disappeared for four years from the A meeting that I saw him. Apparently, he was up here doing the Bible study up here. <laughs> so um, my heart just started beating out of my chest. I couldn't wait to meet him. Um, I went to the first meeting. When I saw Gary, I gave him a big hug. I said, thank you for saving my, li my life. Well, it turns out he didn't really even remember me, um, much less the comment that he made to me about um, a spiritual program. And um, turns out that I wasn't the only person that got the red lifesaver as I walked into the meeting. So um, I reminded what he did for me, and he shared his life with me. And I joined that Bible study, and I never stopped going back on May 23rd. Gary Shore shared with me the life of Christ, and I became a, Christa, a sister in Christ. Um, I, it, it changed my life. Everybody in my life noticed a change in me. I was happier. I was doing things that I wasn't doing before. Um, my residents could tell a difference in me. Um, so apparently that was my purpose in life. Um, that was it. Um, I'm, I didn't understand. I had a I had a hard problem believing that God had his sin, his son die on the cross and all my sins would be forgiven. Um, apparently, he didn't know how many sins I had, um, and I just couldn't believe it. He was not just going to forgive everything. I just had a hard time with that, and you know, Gary kept on explaining it to me, and um, I just I couldn't get it. Um, so I had a uh, meeting with Pastor Kim, and um, I I needed that answer. I'm like, it can't be this easy. So I met with um, Pastor Kim, and he's like, I told him my problem. I'm like, Christ gave his only son. He died on his cross. He gave the biggest gift, the biggest gift that I could possibly receive. How can I repay that? I couldn't get past that. Um, so he was sitting in his office, and he had the statue on his desk, and I'm like, okay, what do I do? When anybody gives me something, I have to repay them. And he took the statue on his desk, and he said, here, he goes, this is for you. He said, this is a gift from me to you. He goes, what do you do? I said, well, I say thank you. And he said, that's it. That's all you have to do when you receive a gift, is say thank you for 
my salvation for everything that I received for God giving up his sins. All I had to do was believe and receive Jesus Christ in my life. And I have done that. I was so elated. I got goosebumps. I jumped up and down. I, I gave Pastor Kim a big giant hug. <laughs> and I pleaded, pleaded for him to um, allow me to be Baptist in front of this fellowship. And my life has changed, and I, I'm so excited to be baptized today. So thank you for letting me share my story. From the oldest to the youngest. You guess so. You guess so. <laughs> Talk nice and close now on the mic. Is this close enough? That's good. That's okay. perfect. <laughs> my name is Bjorn Leafblad, and I've been a Christian practically all my life, and I've noticed how much God has been in my life, and I just decided that I wanted to get baptized because... <laughs> and... Um, I haven't really done anything. I've I've never been that bad, but <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You can stop <laughs> laughing. <laughs> and when I was about six years old, I was going to this one church, and it was not helping at all. And I was just really, really struggling because none of the kids would listen to the teacher. And they would just write random answers down on their sheets, and it was not helping. And then when I moved here, I went to a church called, I actually forgot the name. Wait, no, it's Wasa Bible Church. And we went there for a little bit and then we came to Bethany and now it's really been a blessing in my life. And then I met Pastor Casey and his sons and I really fell in love with them and they were just a really blessing in my life. They would help me in my struggles and yeah, mm. that's it. Mm. Great. Diana and I decided to get baptized today because I believe that I have sinned and I'm ready to uh, follow Jesus in the right direction. Um, I don't really have a story behind it. I just... <laughs> I That's cool. now, now, which one of you is oldest? I am. You're the oldest. Yes. Okay. So are you leading the way here for your sister? I believe I am. Yeah. I hope I am. <laughs> yeah. That's great. You know, sometimes we say we don't have a, a story, but God's writing a story right. in your life, and uh, every story is unique, so you have a cool That's story. My name is Leslie, and I wanted to get baptized because... I think it's really cool, I guess. And I want to get new grandparents. Um, um, I started going to youth group about four years ago, and that's when I started learning about more about Jesus and what he did for us. And I thank Pastor Casey for that. Mm -hmm. um, 
Um, my name is Brittany, and I actually wrote out my testimony, and then I got a letter in the mail yesterday from Pastor Kim that said a brief testimony, so <laughs> bear with me. Um, I'm going to read through what I wrote anyway. Brief is relative. <laughs> okay, so I know some of you personally, and there are some that I know by face, name, or story. One thing that we all have in common is that we're all a part of this incredible family at Bethany. We've all made the choice to devote our lives to Christ and share together this wonderful journey. Before I truly understood what being a Christian meant, I never thought that it was a choice that one makes. I thought that everyone had been witness to some amazing miracle at some point in their lives, which turned them to the Lord and essentially made their mind up. A little over a year ago, my son asked me to take him to church. I was surprised and honestly a little bit nervous, but I woefully granted his request. From day one, we were welcomed with open arms. The feeling of love and security was almost immediate. Throughout the year, I heard many testimonies, stories of faith, and I heard of those elusive miracles. Mm -hmm. I began to pray more, spend time with other members, and became more involved, but I was still waiting on that epiphany. Then, slowly, not all at once, I began to see the miracle is life. Not just life, but my life in Christ. The miracle is our Lord. The gift he gave to each one of us is greater than we could even imagine. Over time, I was drawn to the word. I felt a significant need for prayer and for Christ in my life. I began to understand more, and I knew I wanted to accept Christ into my heart and have a relationship with God. I asked for forgiveness for my sins and chose to become a follower of the Lord. Contrary to my previous beliefs, there was not one defining moment on my journey, but rather many moments over time. I know without a doubt that I was ready to commit my life to the Lord, and I'm no longer waiting on that miracle to strike me. I know now that every day is my miracle. My husband, my children, my family, and all of you are my miracles. Since opening my heart to Christ, I have learned to see more in every day. I've learned to hear more, feel more, love more, and be more. I can say with complete confidence that Christ is in me and has opened my heart and shined a light on my faith. I am so excited to continue my journey and grateful for all the support I've had along the way. Thank you, Pastor Kim, for delivering God's word each day. And thank you to my Apples of Gold group for welcoming me and making sure I always feel valued. Thank you to my family for your tremendous support of my faith. And thank you to my mentor, Shantice, for guiding me, crying with me, sharing laughs with me, and mostly showing me that our imperfections and our flaws make us beautiful and Christ will continue to shine through. Your bravery and strength play a huge part in who I am as a Christian. You are the definition of a friend, confidant, mentor, and exceptional Christian. I am absolutely blessed and incredibly proud to be a part of this family, and I'm grateful that we all made this choice. Thank you for sharing my journey with me. Now the goofball goes last. No. <laughs> Most of you guys know me. Um, I put my star up on the wall. Um, basically, 
about three years ago, I was talking to my oldest brother on the phone, and I told him that my daughters were being baptized as Baptists, and he's like, well, why don't they go Catholic? And I'm like, well, this is what they choose and everything. And he's like, well, that's cool and everything. So about a year ago, um, after seeing Pastor Casey, Pastor Kim, and Julie and everything, um, I basically... You know, did some soul, sh soul sh searching, and while I was doing that, I'm suffering from pancreatitis and gastroparesis in the stomach and everything. And uh, you know, I've been in and out of the hospital and stuff like that. And yeah, I was at St. Clair's, and that's a hospital for ministry and everything and they kept on coming in my room and they offered me you know communion when I was there and stuff blah 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 well then anyways I talked to my oldest brother and I said you know Nick I really want to do this um, he asked me he's like well and I'm like well and he said why, uh, why do you choose Baptist and I said because you know when I was in, quote, I was baptized as Catholic, I grew up in the Catholic faith, graduated Catholic church school and everything, but I never really felt my place with God or with Jesus and everything. And I told him, I said, I really want to go this route. And he's like, well, go for it. If this means a lot to you, this means a lot to your daughters and, and everything. You got my, you know, recognition or whatever. And I always looked up to my oldest brother for that recognition because he, at, every time I had a problem, he gave me a solution, quote. And that's probably why he's the major in the Marine Corps and, uh, and everything else. Well, anyways, um, about six months ago, I started coming um, to church and everything. I see a lot of, you know, relatively new faces, some old faces, you know, in the crowd. And um, six months ago, I started my process. I said, Jesus, if you're here, give me a sign. I came in one um, Sunday morning with Julie without my kids because they were at their aunt's and everything and I just felt Jesus come into my life so much and so I talked to uh, Pastor Casey Pastor Casey got me the channels of what I have to do and stuff I met Pete he is an incredibly good guy I mean he sat down with me through seven sessions I do believe it was seven um, and everything and we just did the one-on-one, -on -one. and I mean, I really got into it, and I'm like, this is, this is magical, and stuff. And that's what Jesus really meant to me is, he was, he's a magical magician, but he's also, a, a person that will, you know, he died for us on the cross, he died for our sins, and stuff like that. So if a guy, would, get up, and get nailed to a cross that's kind of barbaric, but it happened. Um, you know, it's just, if he died that way for us, we should be able to carry his word 
on and on and so on and so forth. And now I come to today and I look at my daughters. They are two incredibly gifted people. They have put me into a spot where they see that dad does stupid things like we all do. But they always give me that, you know, smile or they always say, it's okay, dad, or you'll get it next time or something, uh, something to that, that factor. And, you know, I would be nervous to be up on stage right now to, t uh, to tell you guys my story, but I really am not because I already did it once and with a star on the wall. <laughs> but I just feel that if you want Jesus so much, go out and you can talk to people you can go in your own room, in your house, and you can just, you know, open up a Bible. But if you truly want it, go for it. Don't, don't let anybody tell you that you're doing something wrong. Or if you go out to a public place and you bring your Bible along, and, you know, you eat and read, you know. And if a person walks by, don't be ashamed that you have your Bible out because there's nothing to be ashamed about. Learning about Jesus made me feel a lot more pleasurable inside. Yes, it has helped me um, get, get through my sicknesses and stuff like that. And I just love it to this day. And I love being here at Bethany um, Baptist Church. And this is what I want to do. And there's nobody to stop me. But when I talked to my mom and I told her about it I was really nervous then I uh, you know because I was talking to my mom and she was born and raised Catholic and stuff like that and I've always been nervous to come up to my mom and tell her my new things because I didn't know how she was going to respond well she responded something totally different than I thought she was going to do and she just she basically said the same thing as Major Ellis did is go for it and stuff and that's what I did and that's why I'm here and that's why I'm accepting Jesus into my life and so on and so forth Great. can I just add yeah. something real quick about uh, Leslie and Anna we there's um, confirmation classes in the Catholic Church and her mom asked me to walk through and so we walked through a course on discipleship together and I, I really believe truly that they are disciples and followers of Christ so they may not know how to communicate that out loud very well but I sat down with them about six seven weeks too and that was an awesome time with you girls and God's really working in your life so yeah. be encouraged so we're going to do it <coughs> and uh you know, the amazing thing is that what, when you guys go down the water, there's, there's nothing magical about the water here, but, you know, what it represents is you guys have been given the gift of life, and uh, God has a place for you. He's going to walk with you through this life. The Bible says that there's a new heaven and a new earth, and we will live with him forever in that place. And so, uh, and God is going to use you in the lives of your families and your children and uh, you guys aren't quite there yet, but someday, life of uh, 
the people around you. So this is just a very exciting time for all of us. I'm going to dismiss uh, all of us to the lower level, and uh, you're going to worship in a couple songs, and then we're going to do the baptism. Here's what we're going to do uh, when... When we do the baptism, each one will come in individually. And if you've been asked to pray for them, as soon as you see them starting in, you can come on up here, and there'll be a mic just seated right here by the edge of the baptistry. You can come on up and pray for that person that you're praying for, and then we will baptize them.